Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the BA Sales Kennel Cal Holistic Healing Hour with your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bill. Welcome one and all. We're here daily and every day in our sixth year and running. Some of you are here by our invitation. We're applicable. My two church mice, Peter and Paul, welcome all, one and all. This is actually my Grandpa Bill's Grunts and Groans YouTube offering, daily channel offering at... 8792, Bill Holt, 8792. Give us that thumbs up, like us, share us, subscribe where you're comfortable in doing so. We're usually here 15, 25 minutes. That can always go north or south of the border. Today, we'll try to be in between 15, 25 minutes. I want to talk about a lot of subjects that, as I do the three daily audio shows, the information that I initiate here usually when I mitigate it to do so, migrates out to those three shows. I just released a mentor moment, main mentor moment archivally, I believe yesterday, pertinent to CTFO, changing the future outcome. Wholesale shopping club membership in the health and wellness genre. Myself as a happy client, I did a show on that. 67 months, soon to receive my 68th smart ship. A lot of the products are up over my head. I've done demos of each and every one of the products that they now offer, with the exclusion of their newest one, Glutamist, which I talked about at that main mentor moment in business and in life, mostly in life, now retired two years and counting. I very much part-time market share. My other market share is BH Sales 7K Coolest Collectible Coin Club, where I, as a client, now mm, a year and eight months, so 18, 19 months of being a member at 7K Metals, and I often talked in the mentor moments all the way along in the archival shows when I first joined of my own volition, I jumped in both feet. I took the numismatic training, all the courses, videos. I decided, because I was right in between when I was getting ready to retire from my part-time semi-retirement position that I had held for 16 years to coincide when I was in business for myself as a sole proprietor, retiring from the sole proprietorship in 2019, retiring in business and in life in 2021. In one of the first meetings at 7K Metals, one of the ownership team, Josh, he said something in his dissertation, directing it to all of us in the massive numbers up, that struck home so much. You may have been burnt by others, or, or you may be tired of MLMs and marketing and all of that. It's exactly where I am. I hustled and bustled my way through it with no aspersions on any of that. I'm a member, <laughs> happily so. It made more sense for me because I have so much time invested in by choice, enriching my bucket list, taking the magnetic memory method technique. Now, 13 months in, I've talked about that at my shows. It's a huge part of how I do my three podcast shows with what I'm learning there. Dr. Anthony Mativier, originator, creator, friend from a fight throwing my friend. I'm not sure if we're bosom buddies. He's my friend. He's been on my show twice. He'll be on for the third time up and coming probably after May 
embraced around the release of two of his books, newest books that he's working on. And then all my repeat guests that are coming back this year as it's begun, I've already had four visits from Tim Doyle, five counting the one we just released, my friend over in China. If you check out that archival show, that has a lot to do with what I talk about at the business shows because it's all universal. Mentor moments in business and in life. So at that show, I also did a 7K course collectible coin club dissertation, main mentor moments, mostly in life, but in business, those have been released. That's what I do each and every day. Then there's the holistic healing hour show where it's a little bit more ethereal, mind, food for the mind, the body and the soul, more ethereal, heart brain connection. Tuesday night at time of this recording, you've heard me mention some of you that are there. If you are interchange at my message board, let me know that. Freedomsnap.org, guided meditation there, led by a friend, fellow business constituent, meditator, superior, extraordinaire, guided tour there, Sephly Fuzanski. We're members of large intuitive groups. I'm members of large intuitive groups. There's ours and mine. That's what we're merging, getting together. All of our social medias, networking, doing networking to rejuvenate all economies, all communities in the history of the planet. The only way it's ever been done by the citizenry, arm in arm, communally. Main Street, Portland, Maine, Main Street, USA, Main Street around the world. Rejuvenating brick and mortar stores, businesses, all the things that are up in the theater that this world is at the moment, at the precipice in time. So what I wanted to also squeeze in that I'll be definitely talking about and have talked about in archival shows at my Holistic Healing Hour show. I haven't devised that show yet. I'll be doing that audio show real soon. Archivally, I've already done shows there from the Holistic Healing Hour show about all kinds of different cultures and histories around the world to include Chinese and Mandarin. And I'm entrenched in this self-teaching Mandarin program. Many of you that have joined the show, that's what the archival shows intimate. Thus is the Grandpa Bill connotation. Everything I do is about my granddaughter Ada. It has been when we had a business in her name Many years ago, now retired. I continue to do most of this in Google ambassadorship. And I talk about a couple of here and there. I still get affiliate checks occasionally from long ago, far away. I don't actively promote those either. Those links are in the description of every one of my podcast shows. When, where, and if applicable. Everybody has choices. That's a huge subject we talk about, regardless of the subject matter. Most assuredly, in your healthcare, what you do and don't do, and the other genre is wealth. Talking about how to hedge the dead fiat dollar. It's not dying, it's dead. And we talk about the soon-to-be new forms of exchange of currency around the world and soon-to-be probably here on our western shores. So, what I want to talk about at the audio shows is another theme that I've talked about archivally. Stay with me. The onset of the chat, I call it A1 sauce, AI technology, certainly was two years ago officially, launching about a year ago. It was way before that, subjects for another time. I've talked about how great of an attribute it can be used correctly. And I've often made the analogy of the old 
movie Space 2001 Space Odyssey when Hal the computer. So chat boxes in AI technology can go one of two ways. Many of it's materializing right before our eyes. Why do I say that? I put it to the test every day to see what the point counterpoint is on what they offer. Asked you some pretty provocative questions, and I'd like to exchange why I feel <laughs> the biases of the engineers, the scientists, who's to say those aren't affecting what the AI technology is professing to try to hone us all in to biases, whatever ours are. It's a fascinating subject to explore. So I'm going to do that at the audio show. I'm assimilating my notes right now. But some of them that are up in my head at the moment, and I'm trying to envision a few of them because this is part of what goes into my meditation as well. So tying into alchemy of gold and silver, which I did an audio show about, I'm going to use gold and silver, the physical being, gold and silver and precious metals at the audio shows. And we did outline archivally the beginning of the alchemy. I did a show today, upcoming shows will expand upon this, and I'm going to interject how referencing AI technology in some ways is really good for good established historical facts. And I always like neutrality from the good, the bad, and the ugly, which are obviously prevalent on the internet. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And how to disseminate what's real, what's memorex, and what's perhaps distorted through biases. So I did a scenario of what's transpiring in major cities around the world, most assuredly here in the USA, and I isolated New York City in particular, talking about migrants and the benefit packages and these particular credit cards, debit cards that they're being allocated and just doing a fair comparison with the SNAP program, which does the same thing for our own residents here, to include veterans. And on paper, it's at twice the debit card rate. So I posted it to AI intentionally. So I'd like to expand upon that at my audio shows, which I'm indeed going to. I posed the question about the said cards. It's a fascinating response. So the data that AI is trained on is a curated selection of text and code chosen by a set of engineers based on various criteria in scientists. So the selection process can enter, I pose it as a question. I simply pose it as a question. 
What about their potentialities as the humans that are programming and devising this technology? How? Spaceship 2001, Space Odyssey. What if? How about nonfiction-based, just throwing it out theoretically? What if those individuals' personal biases are interloping and interlapping into the programming? I'm not saying it is or it isn't. Am I? I'm just posing it as a question. So the selection process can inadvertently introduce biases, depending on the sources chosen and the criteria that they're basing it on. What are they basing it on? For example, if the data primarily comes from Western news sources, so-called, it might reflect a Western perspective and overlook other viewpoints. Who's to say that the algorithms algorithms that are being designed by these engineers, who's to say that it is or isn't, is my question. What if it is? So the algorithms that AI uses to process information and generate responses is created by the engineers and the scientists. They are human beings as far as I know. What if? It's a fair question. No accusations. Looking for some feedback on that. What say you guys and gals? Algorithms can contain biases based on the people that are programming them. How could they not? Is that an assumption? And how they code the logic or so-called, for example, an algorithm is designed to identify negative sentiment, perhaps in the general populace, let's say. Nonfiction, of course. Or is it fiction? You decide. It's your book. It's your interpretation. So it might be more likely to flag texts that are written by certain groups due to unconscious biases in its training data. What's to prove or disprove at this juncture? It's just an assumption. But I pose the question, isn't that a logical assumption? Even playing to the old adage, assumption, assume, makes an ass out of you and me and all of that. So diversity in the team. Having a diverse team of engineers would be great with different backgrounds, perspectives. I don't know. Are we privy to that information as to what the scientists in background is? I just pose it as a question. It's just a question. It's just a question. Like, what if I cross the street at a 90-degree angle? Would I get to the other side quicker? That's a question. So data debiasing techniques, techniques like data augmentation and adversarial training, are used to try to identify so-called and remove those biases from the so-called training data. Who's minding the shop? Who's watching who is minding the shop? And how would we know is my only question. Is my only question. Fair assessment, like when you would assess the ratio of how fast an engine goes when you're shopping for your car, or you want a duplex as opposed to a ranch or whatever. You should have those choices. Kind of my point. So if data is biasing techniques, I simply pose it as a question. 
regular evaluation and feedback, don't you think we need checks and balances on that too? Much like the checks and balances that you have to have on your body. Everything in life is checks and balances. Right? So AI chat rooms responses are regularly evaluated by, I don't know, are they? They're so-called human experts to identify and address any potential biases. Where's the Mason-Dixon line? Are they neutral? Is it an unbiased opinion? It's a fair question. No accusations. It's a question. It's an ongoing process. And AI is constantly learning and improving for the good elements of it. What about Hal 2001? Was it just a movie? That's just a question too. So by acknowledging the potential for the biases of the human element, both as, as far as the engineers that are programming it, as far as dissertating it and dispersing it to the so-called human element of the citizenry and populace that may discern it with their own biases. Don't you think, Mr. Spock, Star Trek, logic? Just saying, it's an ongoing process and they are constantly learning and improving the robots themselves, but at whom and what's direction? So by acknowledging the potential for humans on one side and humans on the recipient end, well, does the train ever meet? It's a question. What are the potential for those engineers and scientists bias to be programmed into a AI chat box robot? Hal, Space Odyssey, 2001. So critical thinking, vigilance, I don't know, what is it? It's just a question. It's important to question and challenge everything, don't you think? That's the basis for healthy debate. There is no debate on anything anymore. Jerry Springer, the last debate might truly have been the Lincoln-Douglas debate. So those are what we talk about at my shows. Those are the monikers and the student audience. Thank you for bearing with us. This is our combatant with no physical violence or whatever to the invasion of the cyber war that most assuredly is affecting everybody world wide in a real world vision of it. So again, astute audience, there's no need for those past and vermin. I often talk about it's a no-kill environment in my house with my wife, Graham. We open the door for butterflies, bees, and we've had them all in the house. I've been stung multiple times and all of that field mice because of developing construction around us. We talk a lot about that. Animals being driven out of their natural environment. We just open the door. But they're vermin, right? I mean, they are vermin in the animal kingdom. We open the door and show them good luck and hopefully you can survive in your environment as we escort them. We do the same for that vermin, which is not of the human persuasion. So thank you, astute audience. That's not being a bully. It's just taking care of yourself. You see, that's how you deal with bullies. That's what we talk about at my shows. Peace, everybody. I'll see you there. Bye-bye for now.
and may God bless.